I guess I was pretty horny. What's in the bag? A shark or something? Oh, no, not the beast! God damn it! How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? How'd it get burned? I'm a vampire. Kill me. Fucking files! Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beaten to you? Pissed! Blood! That's our boy Nicholas Cage. What are these fucking iguanas doing on my coffee table? Today's episode is brought to you by the letter P for pizza. <laughs> pizza? No, no Emily. Is that? Oh, wait, that's like, what's your name? <laughs> pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Her face looks, she looks like such a gremlin. Pizza? Uh, I'm, I think I'm getting that video confused with the one where um, the whoever's taping it calls for the little girl and she's like in bed. <laughs> she's like, what? 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 <laughs> yeah, it's di- no, it's different. Those ones are good though. Same energy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then same with the I smell. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. The pizza girl and the snacks are the two girls that I really forget. <laughs> Have you seen the snacks one? I don't think so. What? Oh my god. It's always a captain that's like ten minutes into your diet. Oh, true. <laughs> that makes sense. I can see it now. This little girl. You've seen her. Oh, God. <laughs> Have you? No. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Is that the smell? I smell like beef girl? No, it's not. They're all different girls. It's that's crazy. That one looks like the I smell like beef it does girl. kind of, but this girl is me every fucking day. Snacks, snacks. She's like reaching for both the fridge and the pantry. <laughs> she's like, I don't care which one, just one of them. Just snacks, and she's already holding. Is it Parmesan cheese? What's she fucking holding? <laughs> I actually never noticed. I always assumed it was like a sippy cup. I is that a sippy cup? That's probably a sippy. I cup. I think it's a sippy cup. It kind of looks like Parmesan cheese. Oh, oh! It's like a thermos, is it? <laughs> God, love kids when they're not yours. Hello. Speaking of kids, no, it's okay. Let's introduce the podcast, and then I'll talk about my fucked up dream last night. Every day, every time, it continues. I oh, what was mine? I feel like I had a. I've been having some interesting ones. But apparently I only get an hour and 36 minutes of deep sleep, so. Oh, fuck. It's all I crammed put, in. I put gaff tape on my Fitbit so it wouldn't wake me up. Nice. Because I was like, I feel like it's reading wrong because <laughs> every time I turn, it lights up and you know how light sensitive I am. And I'm like, ah, ah, no, I need it. Yeah. So I put two layers of gaff tape on it last night and it says I slept the same. Oh, rip. Pip. Hooray. Welcome, Welcome to Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> wow, we've never done that before. Oh my god, I literally came. <laughs> oh, I forget that when I get excited, I lean into the mic when I laugh, and then it spikes. Like, look at it. Do you see how big that is? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's good, huh? It's good, huh? Um, Welcome to Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, that's Asia Gorman. And this is Marta Perilla. See. Yeah. <laughs> My nose. No, I'm sniffly too. What the fuck? What's happening? Are we allergic to cauliflower crust? Cauliflower. Cauliflower. I'm trying to be better. I, I took the, uh, I walked up like three steps today. 
to because my Fitbit. <laughs> Just three. Just three. Actually, let's see how much I've done so far. And mind you, most of the walking that I that is included today was like twelve hundred coming back from the bar last night. Oh, beautiful. Because it was after midnight. Uh six thousand three hundred and twenty three. So nowhere near the target of three uh ten thousand. But jokes on my Fitbit. I set it at 5,000 so I could feel accomplished every day. You're like, I did my goal. I did my goal. <laughs> Which is honestly probably still more than what I normally walk. No, so. like every little bit counts. I, it's, you know, thank you. You're welcome. I mean that. That's not bullshit, yo. No, I know. You would not fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. I have been having heart problems, though. Not good. And then the birth control people texted me today and they're like, you're on the wrong birth control because it's, it's going to give you blood clots because you're... They said your BMI is over 30. Oh, no. And because you have high cholesterol. And I was like, oh, oops. Oh, oops. <laughs> but but I'm not diabetic. No. Not yet. We're, we're on the way. Mm-hmm. Movie today is Trapped in Paradise. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, came out December 2nd of 1994. And you're right. I wish, I wish we'd have been able to watch this one during Christmas time. I would be willing to rewatch it. I would, yeah, I think it'd be fun. Because I was just not feeling it. It's a very, if it's not obvious enough, it is a Christmas movie. Yes. Came out in December. Yes. And. I mean, it's got a stellar, the three of them. It's John Levitt's Nick Cage and Dana Carvey. No, it's just hard to so watch great. when we're in the middle of a heat wave. Right. Like, it's hot as fuck right now. And, and I don't give a fuck about the snow. No. It was cute because it made me like, oh, man, I'm ready for Christmas. But it's so far away. Yeah, so. I still am getting wet for October for Halloween. Oh, my God. What are we going to be? I don't know. I should make a poll. Oh, Okay. I still really, really, really want one of the options to be um, John Goodman and his brother in Raising Arizona. And we dump blue paint all over ourselves and okay. wear trench coats. I'm into it. And, cause we, and we can walk around with a baby. Yes. Whose baby? <laughs> Who's ba- oh, I meant like a fake baby. Who wants to supplement their baby? Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, it feels so nice, though. Oh, my God. No, that's going to be loud. We got to stop it. All right. Hold, please. Should, I was going to say, should we just pause it? Let's just It'll turn off in a little bit. No. Let's stop it. Okay. I'm robbing a bank! It's across the street. Breaking in the bank. On Christmas Eve. It doesn't seem right. Trying to pull a heist. Who's got the key? Raise your hand. Oh, there's just no way to steal. Four left! As I start going, you idiot! From people this dark night. Why don't you come join my family for Christmas dinner? Dinner's on the stove. Smells good. Wait till you see the giblet gravy. (laughs) Mom is on her way. You guys are dumber than a box of hair. They're out to put the money back and save this holiday. 20th Century Fox presents the story of a town so nice. Do you need any money? Now, we've taken more than I share already. It's turning three wise guys <laughs> into three wise men. I'm going to put the money back. You are going to be the first guy in history to get pinched for putting money back. No! Trapped in paradise. You don't aggravate your witch. I wish I was a witch. I'd shove my broomstick right up your... Ma! That's been a uh, brief... Uh, musical interlude yeah from our sponsors oh that's where we'll put the trailer <laughs> oh my god yes there we go um so in other news i'm gonna shave Christmas. my head into a bowl cut yeah maybe shave my head into a bowl cut yeah maybe as some sort of rendition of it i kind of like having the longer hair though Do it's you? just kind of fun 
feel like a mermaid. It's hot. No. Thank you. No. Oh. It's temperature hot. Cut the bowl, <laughs> cut the bowl cut now. Oh, I so thought you meant I'm hot. by the time it gets hot. cold. And by cold, I mean like chilly because it's Los Angeles. Okay. So. Okay. Where were we? 1994. It's Christmas and we don't give a fuck when it's hot in LA. Do you want to read the synopsis? I will read it. I fell down to earth. <laughs> Are you pulling it? Up? Oh, I thought you were. Oh no, I'm sorry. I thought you had it pulled up and you were gonna hand no, me. No, I couldn't computer. think of what I was trying to do, and so I just sat here on Google. Oh, what was I looking for? Oh, trapped in paradise. Fresh out of prison, Alvin, played by Dana Carvey, and Dave Furpo, played by John Lovitz, pull their brother Bill, played by Nicolas Cage, back into a life of crime. But the siblings' foolproof bank heist takes a tailspin when Alvin gets lost in the getaway car. That's how the criminal nitwits wind up trapped in the snowbound burg of Paradise, Pennsylvania on Christmas Eve with a bag full of stolen cash. With suspicious police on one side and hospitable townsfolk on the other, could a change of heart be far away? Whoa. Here's a question at the end of that one. That's the whole movie. That's the whole ass thing. Every, every time we read a description, you say that, though. You say it, too. Oh, I, I, yeah, we both say it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not alone in this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I... Well, it was funny because I realized, and even when they're saying it in the uh, synopsis, what Asia just read... I turned to her and I was like, wait, so was Nick bad before they got out of prison? And now he's like coming back to his bad ways. And she was like, yeah, I was like, oh, so he's Michael. Oh, true. He's Michael in Godfather. He's like, I want to be good. I'm not doing this. I'm not giving in. But I'm so good at it. (laughs) It's in my blood. That's kind of how it is, though. Like in this movie, they make it seem like even the mom is like, yeah, my boys are in prison, but they love me. I'm, I'm a proud mama. Um, I don't know why I can't find the budget for this film, hmm. but I can tell you what the box office is. What was it? The box office, it got six million. Um, oh, that's small. That is small. What else came out this year that did better? Um, well, the last two we did were, um, Guarding Test was this year and that was like 27 million and it was like the budget was like 20 million. And then the last one was, it could happen to you. What was that budget? I can't remember. There was a lot of uh, income for that. I can't tell if this one had income or not, though. Oh, my God. This movie has a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. It's not that bad. I thought it was fine. No, it's it's really okay. Oh, don't worry. Google users, 89% of them liked it. There. There we you know, go. I'm going to do it, too, just to feel better. So this one's directed by George Gallo. He's from New York. He also did Bad Boys. He did My my Mom's New Boyfriend. Oh, fuck. He Bad wrote, Boys 2. He wrote it, too. Oh, he did? Yeah. He did Middlemen. I don't know these movies. It's all right. It Long story matter. short, it was pretty okay. Yeah. I mean, it was fun because, I mean, Dana Carvey was fantastic in this, and John Lovitz is always John Lovitz. Yeah, I mean, um, pretty solid cast with them. And the three of them worked together pretty well as brothers, which yeah. is funny because none of them fucking look alike. There's also um, Machen Amick. I think that's how you say your last name, from Twin Peaks. Because <laughs> I'm always going to mention Twin Peaks every episode. Yeah, and then Richard Peaks. Jenkins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Richard Jenkins is in this a, a fucking get. He was in... Um, 
He was in last week's episode for. Uh, and he was the prosecuting law, law, yeah. lawyer. Liar. Um, he was in. Uh, it could happen to you. He's the dad from Six Feet Under and the dad in Step Brothers and. Blah, so blah, blah, always blah. an angry father figure. He's so good at it. Um, Who's the casting director that has daddy issues? It keeps casting him <laughs> as these angry father roles. No, I don't know. Uh oh. No, take it out. <laughs> no one. In- his office knows who I am. I'm going to use the beeper again. Do it. Beep. Both times. Do okay. it both times, please. And don't forget. Uh, Hollywood Entertainment Presents. <laughs> bashing casting agencies. It's funny that you say that because I went to lunch today with those students that I did that panel for. And they kept being like, so how did you come for the Hollywood Insider event? And I was like, is that what they called it? I was like, that Ew. sounds way more official than what it was. I was like, I just sat in front of you and was like, don't bring me donuts anymore. That's the best <laughs> thing I could give you. That's literally the advice I gave them. I was don't like, bring me donuts. Everyone was like, you know, work hard. You know, pay attention with your agents. Like, do this, do that. And I was like, uh, we don't want cupcakes or donuts anymore. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> everyone was like, I learned so much from you. Um, Anywho, I think. We have fun. I think you're really going to have to guide me on this. I'll look up the summary as well. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> I, well, I think, okay, so, I mean, most of what this film was is essentially what the plot is, which is exactly what Asia just explained to us, is that, it, and this is one of those that, like, I don't even think we need to go through every single shenanigan. No. Um, it's just full of shenanigans and fun music and, like, oh, no, now this is happening. And it's just essentially, like, Nick's brothers get out of prison he, you know, is trying to be a good dude living in New York. What was his job? What was he doing in the beginning? He lied and said that he was like a police sergeant, but he oh, was working yeah. at, I don't know where he's working. Old Navy. No. <laughs> <laughs> I work in retail <laughs> downtown. Um, but he, he gets his brothers from prison and goes home. Oh, fuck how this movie happened. Um. He like they go home to their moms and everything, and essentially when they're at their mom's house, John Lovitz is like, "Dude, we had this like lovely letter written to us from one of our inmates about how we have to go oh, see his daughter see in his daughter paradise in paradise, and because uh, that's the name of the town, and you know like we have to find her." And I can't remember what the sob story was. I think but it, was, it was like it was like really beautiful. He was written. like dying of cancer or something. Yeah, I was like, go to her. Like and... she's she's the only one I want to see, and I'm on my deathbed or something like that. Yeah, like you have to bring her to me or something. And um, so they say that in front of their mom. They're like, this is why we have to leave the state, even though we're not supposed to. But yeah, we have to. Do Acor- this. According to their parole, they are not allowed to leave New York. Exactly. And this is like in like Philadelphia or south of it or something. Or Pennsylvania. Or Pel- yeah, sorry, oh, wait. Pennsylvania. Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. It is, but um, I meant Pennsylvania and I said Philadelphia. It's okay. So. They're the same thing to me. They are. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same. I don't care. And same with, you know what? Massachusetts. You're all Boston. <laughs> so let's just uh, agree on that. Anything north of New York is also New York. Um, no. I mean, like, Maine is like... Uh, oh, no. It's literally like, New York and then Maine. Yeah. Vermont? No. New Hampshire? Nah. I think Delaware somewhere in there. Oh, is... Oh, you're Fuck probably? it. <laughs> Fuck it. It's New York now. No. It's... Uh, I guess you could... I guess you could sum it up to say New England. Oh, what did I say to you? <laughs> but I was like, you know how there's like the Pacific Northwest? I was like, is there like an Atlantic Northeast? And Asia was like, 
uh, that's just New England. Or someone said that. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was us. Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, I'm going to start calling it the Atlantic Northeast. I like that better. <laughs> Me too. It's you a should, lot. It's really hard to say. You should write a letter to Stephen King and tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Derry. And Bangor. Fucking, and fucking Castle Rock. And all this other New Hampshire shit. Not New Hampshire. Maine. New England. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> Anyways. I usually edit the sniffs out, but we just sniffed at the same time. I wanted to point that out. Oh, that's cute. Anyway, continue. Um, but they, yeah, so they, that's how they, that's how they convince their mom to do it. And they keep lying to Nick, I believe, about it. And then when he gets there, they go to visit her working at this, um... Because somehow they, oh, they wrangle him into coming because they tell them that he's wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh, because the very, the very opening scene is he finds um, Nick Cage is on the subway and someone drops her wallet. And he's like, <gasps> I want to take this so bad. I'm yeah, just like my brother. full of, full of like $100 bills. Like there's like stacks of them. And he keeps being like, ah, oh, it's just him going back and forth. Like, do I return this to whoever made a, maybe dropped it? Or do I take the money? Like trying to be good here. No one's acknowledging me standing here figuring it out. And so then he, um, did you pull up the synopsis uh-huh. or the summary? I think they, like, he goes and gets his brothers from prison and yes. then they steal, they fuck around with something. Okay, because then there's like a chase. Yeah, and they end up getting chased outside and then they basically blackmail Nicolas Cage into cu- taking them to Pennsylvania because they're like, your wallet got left at the scene. They're going to be after you. Oh, oh, I remember exactly what happened. Oh, he works I as a manager exactly. at a restaurant. Yes, yes, There we does. go. I remember exactly what happened. Okay, so let's start over. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Gone in the Next Second. Um, <laughs> so initially he finds this wallet, doesn't know what to do with it, puts it in his pocket, doesn't end up taking it yet to no. anywhere. Um. They show they show that he is a manager at a restaurant and that he's like being manhandled by rich people and he's like oh ma'am that's uh, great sure I'll help you I don't know why I said all that but um so then so then his brothers once he gets them and I think shortly after it might be before they go to their moms but they. He stops to get them like he's like he drops them off somewhere to get stuff and he looks in the window and John Levitz is like fucking around in this store and Dana Carvey's standing at the cash register just taking all the cash out like looking fucking hilarious. And Nick was like, God damn it. And there's like chaos going on on the street. So the cops are already being called about something happening like one or two doors over from this store. And I don't remember what they were trying to buy. But they were like, we have to make a pit stop. So they're stealing, like, they're immediately, like, just left prison and already robbing some store. So Nick goes in and is like, are you fucking kidding me? So he's grabbing the money out of Dana Carvey's hands, putting it back in the register. And he's like, come on. And as he's pushing them out, the cops are, like, coming. Because the people are in the back and they're like, the the owners of the store are like, what the fuck? And, like, they're, like, coming out because they had just been calling the police and everything. So... They are starting to get away, and the police start chasing them. And, and then he starts manhandling his brothers and throwing them and beating them up in this alley and throwing one of them oh, against. He throws Dana Carvey like into oh, a pile of garbage. Oh, like or and he throws him like ten feet. It's yeah. like hilarious. And then, yeah, the, the, he, oh sorry, go on. oh the cops run out, and that's when he pr- pretends to be the 
sergeant yeah. or Cause whatever. Because they, they, cause as they're com- catching up with him, because they're like running for it, as they're catching up with him, that's why he starts manhandling and beating them in front of the cops and like throws one of them and he's like, private detective blah, 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 and like flashes a fake badge like in his wallet. He's just opened the wallet and he's like, I got this sucker. I'm taking him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, rookie, are you not going to call me? Like, I can't remember what he says, but he just like uses a power tone and is like, you going to question me? I'm from blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, okay, sir. Okay. And they like, run you, away. Okay, goodbye. And so after that is when I think they eventually get home to their mom and then read the letter. And then they're explaining to him, like John Levitz and Dana Carvey are like, we have to go leave the state and do this. And he's like, you can't do that. And they eventually loop him into doing it because they convince him that he's wanted. Because he left his wallet there. Because he left his wallet there. Because they, oh, because, no, I'm sorry. They do go to the moms first, then all that shit happens. Then they have to drive away, like, quickly, mm-hmm. because um, because they're, like, running from the cops. They're at a telephone booth, and John Levitz is pretending to be on the phone with their mom, but he's not. Oh, okay. And that's why he's like, oh, she's so mad at you, and, like, all this shit. Like, later he says, like, she's so mad at you, but he's like, oh, we gotta go because the cops are there, like, looking for us, or, like, oh. blah, blah, blah. And, like, he does all this in front of Nick, and he's like... Yeah, man, like, We sorry. gotta go now. We gotta go. So they go. And Nick's like, why can't we just go home? And they get there. Like, to paradise? To paradise. No. What do you mean, no? Oh. Fuck. Okay, pause. <sighs> okay. So. They get to paradise. <laughs> So they get to paradise yes. and immediately go to this bank where yes. this guy's daughter supposedly works. Her name's Sarah. Well, as they get into town, like basically they're just trying to show that this entire town is full of it is paradise and full of good people. Yes. Because they accidentally scare an officer off of his horse and it ends <laughs> up being like the the mayor's son and he's like Has, he's like special needs. Yeah. And I think it was, like, the mayor's son. Yeah, it was something like that. They, like, help him up and everything. And he's like, well, he ran right out in front of the car. And they're like, oh, I know. It's okay. He's like, got problems. Yeah, like, he's fine. It's great. You're fine. And so they're all like, well, we're already being, like, totally noticed in this fucking town. Everyone's just being really sweet. And then they go to the bank because they're like, do you know a Sarah, whatever her last name was that they were looking for? And they're like, I think well, there's a Sarah Collins. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's not the name that they were looking for. And they're like, sure, good enough. Try over there. And then they go to the bank. In the bank. Um, and once they're in the bank, like, they're kind of just meandering and loitering. Scoping out. And Dana Carvey steals all the fucking pens. Yes. Uh, he steal it's that's my favorite scene of the whole movie. He steals the pens and he steals all the candy canes off the tree and then he takes like a bite of the gingerbread that's like on the tree <laughs> hanging on the tree. And meanwhile, Nicolas Cage is um seeing that like the security camera wires are have been tampered with. Yes. And, like cut. No longer connected. Correct. And he's like, These motherfuckers go rob a bank. Yeah, that's when he realizes he's like, Oh, this is what we're really fucking here for. And yeah. so he's getting mad. Um Meanwhile, Sarah Collins shows up, which is what's the actress's name? Machen. And um she she goes up to Dana Carvey and she's like, um, that's for the children. Can you like Can put you, all like, these pens back? Not. <laughs> Can you like fucking stop eating our tree? And then they meet like the the bank owner and they see that there's like two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars that are like being brought into the bank. Like, and, like literally in bags. Yeah. <laughs> like right in front of them. And they're like, Oh heck. Mm-hmm. And 
so after they leave, that's when Nick confronts them and is like, this is what we're really here for. Like, this is fucked up, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, but it's X amount of money. And he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> now, mind you, um, they do at some point cut to prison where there's these two older mobsters. Not yet. Not yet? It doesn't happen until they take the money. Oh, and then it shows them talking? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. So, in a little bit. <laughs> we jumped ahead. So... Will you tell the grocery store scene? Because I don't remember it. So basically, after they all three are in on it and decide they're going to rob the bank, they go to like (laughs) one of these outlet stores with uh, winter coats and such gear and decide to buy like ski, basically ski masks and like sunglasses and hats and coats so that they can like rob the bank in disguise except for it's like those are like the worst disguises ever because Nicolas cage buys like sunglasses that are neon orange oh yeah it's like hunting gear yeah it's like hunting gear and then a random fun ski goggles yes they go back to the bank they rob the bank they take (laughs) everything well (laughs) the bank the bank robbery scene is actually pretty entertaining because dana carvey sits in the car and John Lovitz and Nick Cage go into the bank and try and rob the bank. And they're, like, being over the top and obnoxious. They're like, this is a sticker! Like, and all of them are just like, weird. please take the money. Yeah, they're like, okay, why are we dilly-dallying? How about you get to the robbery? Yeah. Um, I think that the bank, the bank owner's wife literally starts, like, not mocking them, but they're just like, she's like... She's condescending for sure. Oh, it's, like, fine, like... You guys don't have to be robbing the bank. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay. And then she, they're like, well, we need to get into the safe. She goes, well, only the bank owner could get into the safe, and that's my husband. And he's like, where, where is he? And she goes, well, he's across the street having lunch, and he's the only one who could get into the safe. So they're like, fuck. So they go. <laughs> they're like, okay, hang on. Nick leaves Alvin, which is uh, John Lovett's character, He's like, all right, you watch these fuckers. I'm going to go across the street to this fucking restaurant. God damn it. And as he's leaving, he kicks, like, Dana Carvey, he kicks the car. And he's like, get out of the car. And Dana's like, what's happening? And he's like, we got to go over here. So they walk across the street, walk into this restaurant. They're, like, holding guns and ski masks. And no one's really paying <laughs> attention to them. And then finally they're, like, trying to, and it's so crowded. They're trying to, like, they're like, excuse me, excuse me. Like, trying to get past all With all people. the shit on. With all the shit on and, like, shotguns. And then finally they just, like, ah, this is a stick-up. Like, just to get all their attention. And then this woman's, like, and then Nick's, like, where are you going? And this woman starts, like, walking behind the cash register. She's, like, well, I was going to go get the money. He's, like, no, I don't. It's fine. He's, like, I just need this guy. And the bank owner's sitting there eating lunch. He's, like, what's happening? What? And so then. He's like, I need, I need the keys. Come with me. But then Dana Carvey's like, well, if we leave, then we're. It's gonna be obvious that we just like took him hostage in the street. Yeah. So they're like, oh, good, good call. So next scene is them. They emptied this restaurant and have the people all around them, and they're filtering them across the street, hiding in the middle of the stack of them with the gun pointed to the banker god damn it and then filter them into the fucking bank so the bank has like twice as many people as it had in it (laughs) and they're like all right come in and single file line come in come in and um and then they proceed to rob the bank and while they're robbing the bank nick cage is smart enough to like spray stuff to check for like you know lasers and blah 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 and any security stuff and so he gets all the money he's 
good. He steps over the thing. And but then the, the fucking bag, bag sets it off. The of bag course. sets it off. So then they're like, all right, we got to fucking jet. So they jet out and Dana Carvey's sitting in the car. But what happens? He like. Wasn't he singing or something? He's no. Yeah, he's like. Because he's sitting in front of the bank. I think someone like honks at him or something. So he like. Oh, he freaks out and he takes off. Oh, yeah. And they and leaves them behind. Like, they're about to grab the door handle and he, like, takes off. And he's, but he's, like, he takes off and then he stops. And then, like, four cars like, slam the into the back of him. Oh, yeah. And he causes, like, a pileup almost. And then he's, like, well, fine. Well, okay. No, no, no. It was, like, three different stops. The first one is he takes off and then he slams on the, the brakes. And then they come running up to the car and then, like... For something else scares him off. So then he takes off again. He pulls a Yui, and as he pulls a Yui, he slams on the brakes, and like six cars just lay into him. Jesus Christ. And then he drives away, and then they, they still, like, he turns a corner because then he created this pile. And so then they're like running down the street, and he's like down. In broad daylight. In broad daylight, middle of the day, with bags of money and ski masks on. And cops are coming. They finally get to Dana Carvey, and they get in the car, and then he takes off. Um, and they take off and drive into the night, and then they fucking flip their car into, like, a river. Well, they're, okay, so on their way out of town, they see a cop, and they're, like, really nervous about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the cop turns around and is, like, is and coming is after them, them. And they panic. And, it's the, and at this point, it's now blizzarding. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why the cops were, like... Who else would be out on the road? Yeah. And so the cop pulls a Yui and is chasing them, and they start panicking, and then they, they end up – that I think that's when they – Yeah, they, they flip into, like, they a river. Yeah, they, they go off of a bridge and flip the car onto a frozen river. So they take all the money. Or no, somebody, somebody sees it or something and is like, hey, you guys okay? Yeah, because the, the cop drives by, didn't see that because it was so blizzardy. That they didn't, he didn't see that the car was below him on the bridge. So he just keeps going over the bridge. And then someone else comes up and is like, are you guys okay? You need help? And they're like, fuck, okay. Yeah, can, can we get a ride? And of course, they take him back to, not only do they take them back to paradise, but this guy takes them to his uncle's house for a Christmas Eve dinner. Oh, yeah. And his fucking uncle is the bank owner. And the bank owner's wife is there. And then Sarah also lives there yeah in their like upstairs sarah upstairs so so is it after the um is it after all this that then we see the the dudes in prison yes so at some point from you know the time that oh yeah it's actually it's actually right after that because it says um once they arrive to the house and like they're being so nice and they're like scared because they're clearly just robbed them yeah in the home of people they robbed because I know they see she's them on getting, the TV. Well, she's getting she's getting them um she's getting them like showers and sweaters and yeah. being really sweet. And they're like, "Oh, we'll they have like give together. them Christmas gifts." Yeah, they yeah, they give them Christmas presents. And they're like, "Oh, fuck, we don't okay." And um so while this is all happening, then John Levitz is on the phone with their mom and I could have sworn. No, there's like there's a scene earlier where it cuts back to the prison. Like, That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, but it but it happens right after they rob the bank. Oh, because, okay. Because the whole reason it cuts back to the prison is because one of the prisoners sees it on the news and runs up 
to these other two guys and is like, hey, you know that bank that you guys are always talking about? The one that Sarah works at? Well, it just got robbed and had all of the money taken and they know that those two brothers just got out and they right. was like and those like, motherfuckers yeah. went and took my money so it was like scarier mobsters and it was actually is his daughter yes so like that part's true except like the letter's not true obviously he didn't tell them he just had talked about this bank and how it's like a sure thing yeah and so they got out and we're like fuck we're doing this and so then the problem is that <laughs> when they're at the house when they're at the house on the tv John Lovett's character sees that these two guys have broken out of prison. He's like, oh, fuck, they come in here. Yes. And that's when he calls the mom. Yeah. Because once that had started happening, then um, he starts freaking out and standing in front of the TV and blocking it and just starts singing for like. Starting singing Christmas. (laughs) And they're like, oh, yay, we don't sing. Like, we never sing anymore. So that's when he calls. Yeah, that's when he calls his mom. And they're at his mom's. And, yeah, they answer the phone and they're like, we're taking your mother hostage. Yeah. And we're coming down there for you. But but the whole time John Levitz is, again, pretending to have a different conversation than he's having. And he's on the phone with them looking at Nick Cage. And Nick Cage is like, let me talk to her because he thinks he's just talking to the mom. Yeah. Their mom because John Levitz doesn't want Nick to know that there's mobsters coming after them because it's a whole other thing. And he's like, she's so mad at you. Like, she doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and then at, like, the end, like, they're, like, being like, well, if you don't come back, like, your mom's good as dead. And he goes, okay, bye. I love you, too. <laughs> and, like, hangs up. And they're like, what do you say to you? And the mobster's like, he told me he loved me. <laughs> um, Basically, from there, it's just, like, shenanigans. I don't know yeah. how much we have to go into it. Like, no, we really don't need to. I mean, it's just, they basically, like, they're having dinner with these people, and after, while having dinner with them, they're discovering how much they screwed up this town. Because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, now all these people who have bonuses for Christmas, like, they're not going to be able to have a good Christmas. Oh, all, yeah. Like, we're going to be fucked. Like, the bank's going to go out of business. Because yeah. the whole thing with the the bank manager, if you will, I don't know what their appropriate title is. Yeah. He, like semi-illegally has been creating like little nest eggs for the people in the town where they've put the money for so they have like a little extra at the end of the year so like everyone in the town gets their own little bonus and then that money is part of the money that just got stolen from them so now like people were putting away extra money to kind of like surprise themselves for the holidays and now all of it's gone yeah and then they're explaining that they're like well because then Nick's going, well, isn't it true that because of insurance purposes, like, you guys claim, who is calling me? Me. Oh, my God. Isn't that a great fucking picture she's got? Look at her shoes. Wow. One. Fantastic. College. College. <laughs> if Christy Nels is listening, you were just calling me. Um, I don't think she listens anymore. I'm not sure. Christy, come on. I know. But... Oh, yeah, he was – so Nick was saying to the banker um, at the dinner table, he's like, so isn't it true that when banks get robbed, for insurance purposes, they claim twice as much so that they actually aren't in debt? And he's like, oh, no, like, we would never do that. We're just as bad as the people who robbed us. That's fraud. And they're like, oh, that's insurance <laughs> fraud. And he's like, oh, okay. And so now they're now they're starting to have a conscience, and they're like, fuck yeah, we just really fucked everything up. Exactly. And um, and Sarah starts getting wind of it. Well, she, I think she knows. She knew from the beginning. She was hesitant of them from the beginning. Yeah. Because then she, like, 
goes and makes a phone call and is like, hey, I found you guys a train in New York. Let's go now. Yeah, like, she's like, how about you get the fuck out of here? So, from there, it's hijinks. Because they get to the train station. Oh, and another subplot is that these guys that sold them all these coats and ski masks and shit. Oh, yeah. Are FBI, I think? What? They're like something where they're like pretending to be undercover or like I thought I thought that they were like vigilantes. I thought that they not even vigilantes. I thought that they got wind that this had happened and they were going to steal the money from them. Oh, maybe. I could be totally wrong. I could be Anyway, thinking of the plot of Raising Arizona. Maybe. <laughs> but I you, think that's what they were doing. Basically though, these guys decide to start tailing the brothers yeah and and it the ends brothers. up a situation where they go to the train station and somebody has a gun so they have to get away from there and they end up well what what happens is like at the train station it was so cute because like there's like a, a brawl or a scuffle or something and and this is actually one of my favorite nick moments oh yeah yeah and, well that and when they first arrive at the house and they were trying to play dumb, and Nick was like, oh, 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 oh. oh, yeah, just over, completely overacting. Oh, it was ridiculous. It was funny, though. Actually, both these moments can be, like, they're, like, overacting, but, like, purposefully overacting. Yeah. It was entertaining, because it's, like, still within the character. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, like, since it's Nick, you're like, wait, is he trying? Like, it's, <laughs> it is questionable. Um, but it's definitely part of the character not being good at lying. But this one, yeah, so he, okay, okay, why is that necessary? Sir. Um, <laughs> got real angry there. It's okay. We're venting. I don't like it. How am I the fattest person in this house and I walk the lightest? It makes no sense. <laughs> it's because I was in band and so I naturally roll my feet. Just just, just don't stomp on the heels. That's all it is. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying not to. Try to tiptoe around. It's okay. You're not as bad as he is. Tanner's silent, though. I never yes. know where Tanner's at. <laughs> no! Pause. And that's the end of the movie. Let's wrap up the podcast. So. So. They. We're trying to leave town. Um, so they're trying to leave town again. Yeah. Pretty much the rest of the movie is just them trying to leave town it, it, and avoid j- capture from the three parties that are now coming after them. But they just, I mean, they like, different shenanigans keep stopping them. My, like, at, at one point, they're on a fucking horse. Yeah, they take, like, one of those carriage. carriage ride things. Yeah. But Dana Carvey is, like, really pushing the horse to the max. And they, they end up going to the uh, interstate on the horse. Yep. And they're, they're out. There's a police chase with cars. And they outrun it on this fucking, this horse and carriage. Literally a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sleigh. That's exactly what it is. Oh, you're right. It doesn't have wheels. No, it's a sleigh. It's a fucking sleigh. Um, Shit, but man. they, well, because oh, before because before this, they they try and go to the, the bus station. It does like there's a scuffle breaks out or whatever, and somehow Nick drops the bag of money, and the people, the hunting store clerks that are following them, somehow yeah. grabs the bag. So Nick shoots a gun bang 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 and and then so everyone freaks out so that he can cause distraction and then people are running so he grabs the bag again and goes oh no again <laughs> like and then just runs away i actually laughed out loud during that yeah part. that was pretty funny um so that's how they get away from that scenario so again aren't able to get on the bus to get out of town so then they're still trapped there 
and some like old ladies picked them up. The only, okay, so the sh- the shopkeepers were made quote deputies by the police chief. Oh, they, I see. Be- because of the scenario, gotcha. So they're not actually. They're just like you're honorary deputies for now. Go hunt them down. Nice. Um, but like they end up with some old ladies or some old people, and they go to oh, like no. Before that, they try and get away via canoe. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they try to get in the canoe. They almost drown Dana Carvey. Yep. These old people find them and take them to oh, Christmas yeah. Eve service. Yeah, because it, it heads towards the canoe, of course, is headed towards a, some fucking waterfall. Of course. And Dana Carvey falls out and he's like, uh, uh, help me, help me, guys, help me. And so uh, then, I know, I hate my sound. Um, oh, no. so, then, so then all these old people are like, oh, no, this guy's drowning. So they make a human chain. To save him, oh and they're all God. like old as fuck, and get in this old ass frigid water, and I'm, I'm not old ass, cold ass. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and we're like, oh my God, they're gonna die for Dana Carvey. So, they the the people get him, and they lay, they like bring him into a house nearby and lay him in front of. Oh my God, why? Who's Sorry, that? it's still Christy. <laughs> we're in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> you, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this in the episode. Trapped in paradise. How's how's Andy? Andy's drunk as shit. Andy's Who's drunk. driving? Uh, some other gay pilot. Oh, okay. Mel, Mel, I remember your name. Okay, we're gonna go. I gotta go. No. Okay, I love you. Okay, I'm I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Denny's. I'm gonna think of you forever. No, I'm not. I'm just we're recording. We're live. You guys are on the episode. I gotta go. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for that uh, segue. <laughs> that was good. I actually am glad that I answered that. So Dana Carvey almost dies. <laughs> And they and they have to do chest compressions on him. Yeah. And then they t- they take them to Christmas Eve service where they meet back up with um Sarah upstairs. Sarah upstairs. Oh, Collins? <laughs> yeah, whatever her name is. Oh yeah, and, he does. He calls her Sarah upstairs. And she's like, I know <sighs> She's pretty much just like, I know that you guys took the money but you're really fucking with the wrong guy because you're fucking with my dad, who's, like, a badass. Yeah. Um, And you guys got to, like, get out of here before shit hits the fan for real. Yeah. Um, Which, of course, doesn't happen because every time they try to leave, something stops them. Well, and it's right after this point that they then steal the horse carriage. Yes. From the police chief's son, Timmy. They they try to steal the horse carriage or the horse sleigh. One horse open sleigh. Yes. And they make it all the way to the interstate, but before they can hitchhike away from paradise, the fucking horse falls into a frozen lake. Well, because, okay, so they leave the horse, and then Dana Carvey's like, I loved him. He was so good. And so he's saying bye to this horse. Yeah, and he's like, I love you. Bye, horse. And and he's like, no, you got to stay, horse. You got to stay. Because the horse is trying to follow them. 
And so then he's like, I don't want to leave him. And then sure enough, Nick turns around and the, the sleigh starts falling into water. And we're like, oh, shit, they stopped on the fucking frozen water. Yeah. And, and Nicolas Cage is like, uh, we can leave uh, the horse. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, leave. fuck. Oh, yeah. Because at this point, a car had stopped for them. For some fucking reason. Right. So they're about to get into this car. And Nick's like, oh, shit, the horse is going to die. So the horses, and and that was jarring. Asia was like, "Is this like never ending story again?" Like, <laughs> it was, it was hard. That was the hardest part to watch. And so, um, of course, they go get the horse. They go get the horse. They save the horse. And they go to a. And then the next cut is like the horse outside, tied up outside of like a Denny's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not Denny's. It's like a mob pod diner. But so they rode it to a diner. And this is, I think, where he freaks out. Mildly. Oh yeah, it is because that's when he f- that they tell him at dinner because um, they made the decision that they're like we want to return the money. Him and Dana Carvey do. John Lovitz is not on board, right? But right. he does admit to Nick that he lied to him about the wallet thing. Exactly, and that's when Nick gets pissed because he's like, "Wait, so I got looped into this for no reason? Nobody was after me. Now I'm." wanted literally literally because i fucking robbed a bank and i wasn't at the time so he flips a table and leaves yeah and honestly this is the freak out moment i feel but he was very composed he just flipped the table yeah he you yeah could, and you it could was sense it and it was like i would have done the same thing so yeah it's like but it's like i actually do kind of want to talk about this a little because this is probably the most subtle freak out that we've had but it was good Mm-hmm. Like it was just very like nuanced, and you could tell it was coming. And then he just flips the table, mm-hmm. and I think he like apologizes to someone on the way out. Yeah, he just like grabs his jacket and is like sorry, and then like leaves. I liked it. It was good, and I still didn't see his fucking butt even on the exit. Oh, I do want to say also, the hair is making a comeback in this one. It is. They they parted it in a very charming way, and Asia was like. Oh looks great i think they must have they must have done something to it too plugs. I, I think either plugs or they i don't think it had plugs yet they darkened point. it i think they, it was darker and how they and how they instead of just like tr- attempting to push it back in some like weird it was parted like on the side right like how it over. should be so it's not noticeably thin yeah no he looked good he, he looked, looked he looked handsome he looked he did look very dashing i think i used that exact word yes and so after this, what does he do? Um, oh, he literally goes outside because they're at, it's like a gas station mom and pop thing, right? Yeah. And he has all the money with him and he decides he's going to hitchhike back to paradise. To put it back in the vault and return it. And whose fucking car does he get into, Marta? I don't know. He gets into <gasps> the fucking. He goes up to the gas station. And he's like, "Hey, can you help me? Can you can you help me give me a ride?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." He goes up to the fucking the two like, cons who escaped from prison, who are headed there to get him. Meanwhile, their mother is in the <laughs> trunk of their car. So Nick's in the car with these two, and they're talking about shit. And he's like, "Oh, like my ma's great." Blah blah blah. Here, I have a fucking picture of her. Well, and even. Even before that, they, they hear, like, knocking. And he's like, what's that? And they're like, I don't know. We've been hearing that the whole time. Something in the engine. Or, yeah, they're know. like, I don't know. We've been hearing that knocking. He's like, 
You don't hear that? It sounds like a very distinct pattern, like a knock, knock, knock. Like, boom, boom, boom. He's like, you don't hear it? It's very distinct as if it's a person knocking. <laughs> They're like, no. Oh, no, we've been hearing that the whole time. It's weird. And then he's like, yeah, well, I don't keep any women in my wallet. I just keep my mom. I like her. And they're like, no, you don't. He's like, yeah, here, I'll show you. And they show her. And he's. And they're like, whoa, what and the they, fuck? And they immediately pull a gun on him. Yeah. And they're like, he's oh, like, fuck. And he's, oh, like, oh. he's like, what? Put it down. What's happening? What's happening? And then, honestly, this is the part in the movie that I kind of, like, checked all the way out. Same. So that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> no. Um, no, they go. They. Okay. They escape these guys. And. This well, entire... and he's just Nick by himself at this point. Oh, yeah. At, and at this point, there's, like, this whole subplot with, like, Richard Jenkins, who's, like, the FBI who's come in to also investigate this huge bank heist. And I, I really don't remember how Dana Carvey and John Lovitz meet back up with Nicolas Cage. All I know is that they give the money back to a priest. Well, okay, so... Spoiler. The reason they don't <laughs> want to give the money back when they're at dinner is because mind you nick cage didn't know that their mom was being held hostage by these two okay so that's the reason that john levitz is like we can't return the money because if we return the money our mom's gonna be killed Uh, but he can't tell nick that gotcha so that's why nick didn't even know about these two or that she was in the trunk of the car or anything Mm -hmm. so when they pull the gun on him he's like ah what the fuck and um he jumps out of the moving car. That's what it was. Remember? Oh, okay, okay. He jumps out of the moving car and escapes and is rescued by um, his brothers. Gotcha. And Oh, I'm sorry. I forget that the horse has a name. I'm like, who do they keep talking about? He's like, he escapes and rescued by Dave, Alvin, and Merlin. Merlin's the horse. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep being like, and then they're with Merlin. And I'm like, who, which Who's character that? is that? So they they do try and get the money back into the bank, but trigger the alarm when they're at the bank. Fucking So they fuck it up while they're there. So then they have to run away again. And they end up giving the money to a church with like a letter explaining like, we're sorry, please return this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, So there's like a meeting with the townspeople. But I think that's I think that's a little bit later. But eventually. um, So they do. they, they, They give it to the church. They try and get away. And then the brothers, or, or the um, the cons, who the ex-cons from jail, not even ex-cons, they're current cons. Current cons, because they, they were not released. out of jail. We were released of our own cognizance. Jesus. <laughs> from uh, Raising Arizona. Shout yeah. out, what up? So then, while they're trying to get away, the shopkeepers, Ed and Clovis, <laughs> um, recognize them, and they want the money for themselves. So then they grab the brothers and take them to the Anderson house, which is where the bank, the banker's house. Gotcha. Um, yeah, because like everyone converges. Yes. At the house, right? Yeah. So like gotcha. they're at the well, are, were they at? A, yeah, they were like at the house or they end up at like a school or something to have that meeting. And they're followed by the police. So when they're at the house with the Andersons, there's like everybody's there. Yeah. It's the two shopkeeps. It's the whole Anderson family, including the daughter of one of these prisoners. Sarah, yeah. Sarah's there. And so the prisoners, um, you know, her dad's there. And he's, like, got a gun to dick. And this whole family's there. And her their mom's there. And all the brothers. Like, it's literally everybody we've seen up until this point. Yeah. Um, it's like Moonstruck when they're all at the dinner table at the end. It is like Moonstruck. It reminded me, what I was saying is, I was like, it reminds me of how 
everyone's standing in the living room at Christmas in Christmas vacation, and they're all, like, the boss is there, the cops and everything. Yeah, yeah. So there's, like, a whole showdown there where um, they all – so they all start to realize that there's, like, something at play. Like, the family realizes that Sarah has been there because her dad was going to come rob them and, like, blah, blah, blah. So she's not being who she's supposed to be. Um, you know, they just – like, everything comes to – comes to light in that moment mm-hmm. and and they're and they're like pleading with them they're like no you don't understand we don't have the money anymore like it's like one of those scenarios yeah. they're like we're gonna kill your mom and she's like i'm fine it's fine we're all fine um <laughs> so he's so they so the the sorry I, we never said their names but the the bad guys the prisoners are named vic and caesar um so vic and caesar are holding everyone hostage and then somebody who gets knocked out oh one of the one of the um shopkeepers ed gets knocked out okay and and like some i can't remember how they get away oh the police are outside and they see license plates on the car in front of the anderson house that are from a stolen car which is the one the car that that vic and caesar yeah had had taken so, um, oh, cause yeah, at one point they pulled, they pulled the car out of the fucking lake. So they, you know, like they're we, on their tail the whole time. Yeah. Like, um, Richard Jenkins is always on, on their tail trying to like figure out like, where are these dudes? But, um, but now they have two other prisoners in town. So the, the car that's sitting outside the house is the, is Vic and Caesar's car. And so they, they call it in and while they're all busy figuring out what to do inside the house. They get attacked um, by the special needs son. So Timmy kind of comes to the rescue. The police rush into the house and take everyone to the office. And at the office is where the entire townspeople are then discussing. Um, will you take what, what happens in that scene? I mean, everyone pretty much converges. And I, I think the gist of what happens is the priest is like, no, no, no. We got the money back. Yeah. We're good. And the FBI is like, well, I don't know why the fuck we're here then. Let's go home. Because the whole, the whole city's just kind of like, they're so good. And then now they have like a fondness for these people, especially because they wanted to bring the money back. So they're all like, well, that's not true. They couldn't have robbed them because I was with them today. Like they all come to their defense. Yeah. And Richard Jenkins knows it's bullshit. And he's like, well, you know what? what the fuck? I and don't then, fucking care. It's Christmas Eve. Right. Goodbye. And he's like already irritated. And then he turns around and the priest is like, well, I got the money in a box right here. And he's like, oh, well, fuck me. Right. Yeah. And so like. He's like, I wasted all my time tonight. Couldn't have been with my family. So fuck you, bye. And like, takes the two uh, escaped convicts. Yeah, like arrests them and takes them. It wasn't a completely lost evening. No, I, yeah, I they still caught <laughs> some escaped prisoners. Ow, I hit the um, mic. And then at oh, the end, the you know, Bill, Nick Cage. I don't even think we ever mentioned his name. His name is Bill. <laughs> it's okay. He's um, Nick in every movie. He's Nick in every movie. Nick at night. Um, so Nick decides, he's like, you know what? I'm going to try this whole, like, settling down shit. So he stays in paradise. The other brothers get on a bus to go back to New York with their mom. And uh, he stays and walks down the street holding Sarah's hand. And that's the credits. And they fuck in the street. I'm and sorry. We do not need to say that. I'm bad. No, they then they fucked in the street. It was cold. And it was daytime and everyone was there. The front lawn in the snow. Yes. He, had, nice so hot he had great boots on in this. They were no, big yeah. snow boots. 
Yeah, this definitely made me a little bit horny for Christmas. Definitely. I was like, whoa, I'm wet and my vagina is gold. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, clammy. Oh, no. I just want to say bye. Guys, it's going to be loud for the rest of this. This is what you're dealing we with. We just can't We just anymore. can't. We're tired. Asia's legs are up. And phone's spread. in her crotch. Yeah, it's good. So huh? I'm sorry this part's loud and noisy, but really quickly, we're just going to rate it. Um, I don't think... I know we haven't really been able to do any Nick-tastic moments in the last few weeks, but I don't think this one really warrants it. I think that we should keep it because he flipped the table. Okay. No, no, yeah, you're right. It's you're pretty right. weak, yeah. but I'm going to give it like a like a two and a half. Oh, I was going to give it a three. Yeah. Yeah. What about the movie? Movie overall, maybe like a 6.2. I was thinking a flat six, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll watch it again definitely around Christmas time because, honestly, it's funny. The no, three, yeah. The three of them are fun. I love a Christmas comedy. It's just yeah. fucking September right now. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to swallow. It's September in Los Angeles. Like, we don't get Christmas. It's hot. It's fucking hot. That's why we have to keep the fan on right now. Bye. Ungrateful. Oh, we have social media and shit. You yeah, know it is. you know. Right. Instagram, Twitter. Gone in 60 seconds. Jin's pod. Gone in sixty seconds at gmail.com. Yeah. Hang it up. Uh, wait. I want to. I'm gonna make a poll to see what we should be for Halloween. Oh yeah. Please fucking vote, Jesus. Yeah. I'll do it. I guess on Facebook or something. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Yeah. I'll do it on Instagram. Yeah. We should do it on Instagram. Do we? Is there a way? Yeah. Okay. All We're right. gonna do it. Please vote. Vote on all platforms, and we'll we'll keep discussing on what the uh, and if anybody has ideas of what else they want us to be. Something ridiculous. Yeah. I might have a bolt cut. Uh, something ridiculous, but also manageable. That. Because we only have like a month to prepare, so. I have to go. Thank you and good night. That might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>